Welcome to the Patriot Podcast, a production of Covenant Academy in Cypress, Texas. Our hope is that this podcast connects you to the heart of our community, culture, and those who are helping shape the hearts and minds of students. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Patriot Podcast. I'm Michael Gaines, and glad you are joining us today for another episode of our podcast. And today we have the opportunity to talk about a topic that is near and dear to many uh, in our community. And uh, we have the opportunity to dive in and share a story about uh, the uh, college admissions process. So no need for scary music. It is uh, uh, something that I think is uh, uh, a really interesting and exciting part of uh, the educational process, and certainly here at Covenant, something that we have the opportunity to uh, be a part of in a very special way. And so we are going to um, dive in and uh, have a, a conversation with one of our families here. So we have the Archers who are joining us today. So I have uh, Jim Archer, who is here. So Jim, good morning. Thanks for joining. Good morning. Thank you. We have uh, Sherry Archer, who many may recognize as our, our registrar here as well. So Sherry, thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. And we have uh, a very talented, in many ways, uh, student here. So Daniel Archer. Daniel, thanks for joining. Oh, thank you. Yeah, man. I'm glad you're here. Thank so, um, all right. Well, we are um, pre appreciative for you all sharing, uh, taking some time to share your story. And of course, um, you know, I've, I've been at coming in a couple of years, but what doesn't get old is uh, hearing how uh, families came to Covenant. And so I think it's one of those really cool things. So um, uh, Jim or, or Sherry, I don't know who wants to lead off, but would you mind sharing? Okay, so Sherry, would you mind sharing how, how you all came to Covenant and and um, and what a little bit about that story? I think it's really cool. Sure. Um, my best friend, Amy Cook, her and her husband and their kids um, were part of the first families at Covenant. And I watched her with her kids um, and saw the value of um classical education kind mm -hmm. of firsthand through them and through their sharing their heart for a different kind of education than what either one of us grew up with. Mm -hmm. And so that was really, for me, the beginning of talking to Jim about, I want something different for Daniel. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was probably yeah. the beginning. So so when that those conversations happened, Jim, how, how did... How did you initially receive that? Because I had you heard of or been exposed to classical education before? Uh, you know, once the Cooks uh, uh, shared that with us, they also shared the Dorothy Sayers essay on the trivium. Uh, initially, I was not as receptive. Uh, again, uh, I grew up in a, a public school setting. However, what we experienced was that uh, Daniel uh, was at a reading level where when he was ready to enter kindergarten, uh, what we found in talking to the Cypher School District was that their approach was going to be either to advance him to first grade or put him in a gifted and talented kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And we didn't feel that either of those options were really good uh, trying to make a determination on a four or five-year-old as to whether or not they're gifted and talented uh, seemed rather odd. So. 
We started here at Covenant when Daniel was a kindergarten student, and we made an agreement that uh, we would review it year by year. Year by year, there it is, yeah. (laughs) And now we've made it all the way through the process. (laughs) I knew we would be here the whole time. (laughs) Well, well, you know what? Step by step, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. But that's, that's really neat. That's really neat. And so... Uh, as you progressed, uh, yeah, obviously you've you've made it all the way through. Um, and so, uh, you know, as as Daniel moved into uh, the upper school, uh, of course, you know that a process of where started having those conversations. I'm sure as a family, and and I'm sure Daniel as well, thinking about okay, you know, what are some of the things that I want to to be progressing towards, you know, after I, I graduate. So um, maybe we'll kind of start there. Uh, as as he entered high school, what what did the the process start to to look like there? And 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 we can kind of progress on there. Well, actually, Daniel started the process in the sense that he saw that there was a college night uh, at the Berry Center, mm-hmm. sponsored by the Sci Fair Independent School District, and he saw that when he was a freshman. And so he expressed interest, and I took him there. And quite frankly, that is an overwhelming experience. You have two to 300 colleges in a large space. It's hard to focus. So the first year was more walking around and just seeing things. But each year, he would narrow down his focus in terms of which schools he wanted to look at because he'd picked up information and he had a chance to read that information over the course of a year. So each year we would narrow down the number of schools we would visit. And ultimately, uh, his junior year, that's how we ended up visiting with the college that he's actually going to attend. Mm, okay, great. So um, I want to pivot briefly. So so Daniel, I kind of want to hear from from you. So you you initiated that that process and um, and really had the opportunity to to dive in. What what was that like from from your perspective? Uh, first, I want to say thank you to Mrs. Card for telling me about that college fair. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Mrs. Card. Um, like Dad said, there were a lot of colleges, and initially I was just walking up to tables and taking brochures and pamphlets, and I literally came home with like forty or fifty. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if that's the right approach, but it gave me an idea of like generally what applying to college looks like Mm -hmm. and then like the differences between public schools and private schools. And then like you could see like the big schools had like multiple tables and like longer lines. And so it was like this idea of different sizes. And so just a more general feel of what college looks like. Mm -hmm. So as you started kind of whittling down uh, the schools that you were uh, kind of interested in. How did how did you go about that process? Well, actually, what we did between freshman and sophomore year yep. is that we got together with another family, the McLeods, and uh, Doug uh, and Timothy, Timothy's and Daniel's class. Mm-hmm. And what we did was we laid out a one-week trip to visit colleges. Mm-hmm. And we intentionally set out to visit colleges that were both urban and rural, that were large, medium, and small, and public and private over a four-state uh, region. So we saw nine colleges in a little over four days. Oh, wow. And by by being able to do that, I would say that was uh, one of the highlights of the process for me because I got to see Daniel on the campus. I got to see him interact with people. 
uh, definitely the Holy Spirit spoke to me. There, there were a couple campuses where I was a little concerned during mm-hmm. the tour, thinking, I, I really don't think this is a good fit mm-hmm. for my son. And fortunately, afterwards, he shared independently that he felt the same way. But <laughs> his arm wasn't twisted <laughs> no, or hurting. His arm was not twisted. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, no. it, but it was fascinating to be able to see him in those contexts and think about what would this be like for him as an experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you know, it, it, it helped. I, I will say I went into this with an idea that I thought certain college, I had perceptions about certain colleges. Mm-hmm. And I will say by the time we got through with this whole process, there were several that really jumped in my book because I was not aware of a lot of things that they had to offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple that went the other way, but uh, for the most part, I think one of the pleasant things about visiting a college campus is that you get to uh, learn about what their special offerings are that you may or you you can read about them, but it's very different when you're in that environment and you can see students Mm -hmm. participating. Mm -hmm. And so from your perspective, Sherry, do you share some of those those, uh, observations and experience as well? Yes, I did not attend that trip. And mm-hmm. I think I purposefully stepped back and let Jim and Daniel do the bulk of the work. I think emotionally, it probably would have been really hard yeah. on me. And I think one of the things I would tell at least moms or parents in general is I began early on asking for prayer from others and myself, just that God would give me the grace and the peace to let go in steps, mm. you know, mm. over the years. And that I think he's, an- I believe, I know he's answered that prayer because we're here today. And while I'm, it's bittersweet, I'm really excited for mm-hmm. Daniel and where he's going. But I think that, w- so part of that process in letting go was letting them do all that groundwork and initial work and just letting them hear and me to hear the stories mm-hmm. and the impact and kind of stay a little bit out of it right. in that sense. Right. Um, but it was a very different process. I, you know, I'm, I, I brought my UT mass. You can't <laughs> yeah. see it, but you know, and I'm, uh, I really thought that Daniel might go to a big school, maybe mm-hmm. not UT, mm-hmm. but I thought he might go to a big school, but that's not necessarily where, how God's created him or mm-hmm. given him desires and interests. And so learning to sort of let go again, it's just been a continual theme mm-hmm. of I think God's preparing me in, in, in little bits of letting go and letting him lead Daniel mm. uh, to what he has for him. That's really interesting because, you know, I, th- I think of, uh, you know, so the idea of allowing that growth and, yeah, as you said, letting go and allowing, uh, you know, additional you know, responsibilities to be taken on. And, and while I have young young children in my mind, it's kind of like, well, how do you do that? You know, how do you do that? But it sounds like it's, um, I think God has designed us in such a way because it is such a huge thing that you have no other choice but to rely on on his His leading and, and power to allow you to, to do that. So, And I would say start early. I mean, I, it sounds maybe odd to start your, you know, summer after your freshman year to think of colleges, mm-hmm. but it's really not. It helps the process not to feel so rushed, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. would be another mm-hmm. point of advice. And, and Daniel can fill in on this. I mean, the other thing is uh, your son or daughter will change their mind as far as what it is they want to do, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I think back to the very first interview with a college campus and this is what Daniel wanted to do, and now we're, we're not there. But that's mm. okay. Uh, and um, 
I think that's also important is to be able to understand and allow your child to change based upon where God is leading them. Mm-hmm. Daniel, you had some responsibilities in this trip, didn't you, with the college? Why don't you talk about her? Can you share that? Yes. So <clears throat> I helped pick out some of the colleges that we visited. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, like one of them actually... I eventually I, I applied to a couple of the ones that we visited, but one of them being Wichita State, which literally the only reason I'd heard of them is because of basketball. Right. right but right. I I was like, well, it seems like a medium sized school in my mind, and mm-hmm. I want to see a medium sized school. I've never been to Kansas. I think it would be fun. So put it on the list. Yeah. yeah. So and it, it worked with our our time. So mm-hmm. helping choose some of the colleges that we visited, so that way there were a variety, and that could help. Timothy and I determine not only like what we liked, but honestly more so what we didn't like about mm-hmm. a college mm-hmm. and narrowing it down and in that way. Yeah, it's interesting. So, and I think that's a, a really uh, interesting point, the idea of being able to focus on what it is that you do like, but also the things you didn't like. It was a story my dad told me about jobs. And he said, every job you have, you can always take something away from it. Even if it was the worst job ever, at least now you know what you don't want to do. <laughs> you know. So it sounds similar though in terms of your search. There are things that, okay, I liked, you know, I liked uh, you know, some of the programs at this school, you know, maybe not this one, or this one might be a little too far, or this. And so you start to kind of piece together and know what what you do like and what you don't like. Um so so also I, I saw your your facial expression as your dad was talking about, you know, potentially changing your mind about things. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about that. So as you've been looking at schools and thinking about, you know, kind of areas of focus or preferences, how, how's that that journey been? So when I was younger, I wanted to be a geologist, actually. Mm. And now I I want to be a youth pastor. So there's a there's a big change. They're, they're there. very similar. <laughs> very, very similar. Both are, are, are discovering things underneath, right? So that's that's okay. That's okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was it was mostly honestly similar to the finding things you don't like. Like I took a I was in Boy Scouts and I took a class with or a, like a merit badge on mm-hmm. geology and I didn't really enjoy it that much. Mm-hmm. I then wanted to become a lawyer and I took mock trial and I actually enjoyed mock trial. But more so being the witness, not the lawyer role of it. And so I learned I didn't really want to be a lawyer. <laughs> um, and But then the more I spent time in the kids ministry at our church, the more I thought, I think I'd like to be a youth pastor. Mm. And I think God has confirmed that to this point. Mm. So, yeah. Or were you surprised yourself? Um, I definitely would be if you had told me when I was thinking of being a geologist uh, but the more I think about it, like I really enjoy spending time with kids and loving on them well. And so I think that it will be a good fit for me. So as you, um, and I'll, I'll get, uh, uh, Jim, you and Sherry's perspective, but I want to start with you, Daniel. So as you think about this process and, and now you've kind of, kind of come to the apex of the college search process, of course, now we're about to restart the entire wheel of, of you going to college, but as you look at the actual process that you went through, what would be um, a couple things that you would share with um, students who are now entering ninth grade or or just about to um, start that process? What are some things that, if you could share with with the uh, the ninth grade Daniel of sorts that that you might uh, share with them? So that trip, 
that we talked about previously, I took a lot of notes. Like I brought a notebook with me and took a lot of notes. And I think that was valuable. But to be honest, I haven't, I never really looked back at the notes that much. So I would focus more on just like enjoying campus tours and um, like trying to glean what you can from them because like I never really looked at the notes again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought they'd be an important tool and they didn't turn out to be for me. So I would encourage just listening to what the tour guide is saying and what you like about the campus. Um, and I would encourage going on a campus tour. But even if you don't, I would say maybe just start looking up things online because most colleges have websites and they want to present their best self. So you can see that online. Mm -hmm. So that that's what I would do. Uh, also, uh, Mrs. Card hasn't told you already, you should go to those college fairs because then you can mm. be um, exposed to a lot of different things. And like we said, see things you do like and things you don't like, even mm. if you're not on campus. So uh, it sounds like a mixture of of uh, quantitative analysis, but certainly you can't ignore the qualitative or there are just some things that resonate with you. And I think that's okay. Like the Lord has designed us all differently and, and in embracing and acknowledging that is is good. Great. So um, great. So uh, so Jim, I, I know that you you certainly shared some some good points again about the college trip and and thinking through those. But uh, uh, sharing some of your perspectives with parents, what would be some some things that you might share to to parents that uh, probably are, are of course entering that high school stage um, or or are already in there? What are some things that you might want to share with them? I think there's a couple things that really stand out for me. First of which was going on these college tours was also an investment. It was an investment in time so that that way uh, I had the opportunity to spend time with my son that uh, is uh, very special. And uh, and it's something where it was an opportunity to see how he responded to different situations, how he was growing. I think that was a real plus. The other thing I would share is, you know, when I went to college, it was not, this is a recruitment for parents who are not aware and who think it's only college athletes that are being recruited. Mm. That is not the way this process works. At one point, Daniel was getting five to six pieces of mail a day. Wow. And, uh, and we had some schools that were mailing him things every week. So it can be very aggressive. It can be very overwhelming. There came a point where Daniel simply put the mail aside and mm -hmm. didn't look at it. Um, and and so I think the parents just need to be prepared to step in and help. There came a point once Daniel had narrowed his list of candidate schools down to eight where we talked. And, and my role was when I got the mail, if something came from one of the schools that was not one of the eight, I tore it up and threw it away. Mm -hmm. I didn't worry him with that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Man, that's that's really good because yeah, it, it there is certainly the business side of college that I don't think is really recognized or talked about a lot. And being a level of of a buffer um, sounds like that really helps. And if I might add one yeah. other thing that I, I should have mentioned earlier, one thing we learned early on is that uh, there's a tendency to think that public school is less expensive than private school. Mm. But what you discover as you go through the process is that most public schools have a larger amount of scholarship to offer than do public schools. And so actually, by the time you get to the end, what you have to pay is going to be comparable. In fact, mm. once Daniel got his scholarship offers back from the top eight schools he applied to, 
We put together a spreadsheet, laid out what the cost, tuition, room and board, travel, odds and ends. And uh, it was very interesting because six of the eight were within $1,000 a year of each other. Now, they offered different levels of scholarship. They had different tuition. But they understand this is roughly where we want to be. Uh, and then it gets you know even crazier because his top three were literally within $400 of each other. Mm -hmm. So, okay, at that point, it's Daniel. You get to choose because I'm going to pay the same mm -hmm. amount Mm -hmm. basically, regardless of where you go. Mm. Wow. Well, you, uh, that you, music to my ears. Anytime a spreadsheet <laughs> comes in, as always, spreadsheets <laughs> to the rescue. But no, that, that was, those are some really great, great so, points. And, and um, I know, Sherry, I, I appreciated you, you sharing your, um, your heart in how you approached the, uh, the process. And so, yeah, for those moms that may be coming into it sort of, starting to think about it now or or may just be entering um, what are some some uh, parting thoughts that you'd like to share I think again I would just emphasize to the prayer of the process of letting go and doing that well you know we want to raise our sons and daughters to to love the Lord and to be able to live on their own and live out their purpose um, independently of, mm -hmm. of us mm -hmm. and so I would I would start that early and then celebrate along the way. You know, Daniel talked about the different things he would do. And I just entered it, you know, I celebrated the when he was excited about mock trial or geology, but as he moved on, I didn't hold on to those things, you know, kind of let him discovered to discover, you know, mm -hmm. what he wanted and what he was interested in. Because that's I think another thing God has just revealed to me. He is not me. You know, he is not who I think he needs to be. He is who God's created him to be, and he's his own person, and I can't really put my preferences or desires onto him. So to just walk along and to be prayerful um, about the process. Well, that's really exciting, and uh, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know if I'm going to put you in the spot. I don't know if you need to have a world premiere announcement of where you are going. Have you made a selection? Yes, I have. Would, would you be comfortable sharing? I, I don't want to oh, yeah, yeah. No, burst I'm your fine. media media buzzle. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, Lord willing, I'll be going to Howard Payne University this fall. It's a small Christian college in Brownwood, Texas, which I had also never heard of before mm. I knew of Howard Payne, but I, I really like it. Um, they specialize in youth ministry. Uh, I really like the community there when I visited their campus and they offer good scholarships. So I, I like all those things. Well, yeah. Well, that sounds great. Exciting. Brownwood, I'm sure will be all the better to have you there. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, we have been having a conversation about uh, the college admissions process and what that has looked like uh, with one of our covenant families, the Archers. So I've been speaking with Jim, uh, Daniel, and Sherry Archer. So uh, Archer family, thank you for sharing your story with us today. Thank, thank you, you for thank having you. us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. If you have any questions or comments about anything discussed, feel free to contact us on our website at covenantcypress.org.